Dear Romance Besties, this season we will be exploring dark romance. That means I need to give y'all a little trigger warning. We are going to be reading books where consent is murky at best. There will be triggering topics of psychological and physical abuse, manipulation, kidnapping, slavery, rape, bullying, bodice ripping, and sexual assault on the page. If this is not your cup of tea, we get it. We have lots of great books for you in our previous seasons and more coming up next season. Without further ado, Shani, welcome to the dark side. Ooh, thank you, Bridget. I'm ready. Hope to see you out there. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Romance at a Glance. I'm your host, Bridget. With me, as always, is my co-host, Shawnee. Hello, Shawnee. Hey, Bridget. I'm so excited because we have someone else on the line with us. Who do we got, Bridget? Well, we have our new dear producer intern named Jane. You guys, Jane is going to be around with us for the next six months, so get used to seeing her. Hi, Jane. How are you? Hi, I'm great. How are you? Oh my God, we are so excited to have Jane, you guys. She is a student in college, and we are very fortunate that she accepted our internship because she was so funny in her interview, and she loves reading books, and now she's getting embarrassed because I'm telling her all these good things about herself, but... She's going to be the best. She's going to help us get on other people's podcasts. She's going to help keep me and Shawnee organized. Uh, all these episodes when we are asking questions to the ether, Jane's going to help us answer them live as we go through. So we are in a fun new chapter, and we're so happy to have you, Jane. I'm happy to be here. Thank you. Shawnee, do you want to tell the people about what book we're reading today? We are reading Love the Sinner by Avril Ashton, who we interviewed and is dope as shit. You guys, as you know, I think that we are twinsies. You should definitely listen to that interview if you haven't already, because she was speaking my language. She was talking dirty to me and Shawnee, and I'm not going to lie, we liked it. We liked it. I was like, yo, <laughs> that interview was a fucking great one. It was really, really fun. So make sure you pop back over there and check it out. And I also, of course, could not get enough of her books. And so there will be some extra special reviews on patreon.com forward slash romance at a glance in the upcoming days and weeks. So make sure you pop over to patreon.com forward slash romance at a glance or pop that link in the bio of the listening app of your choice. Absolutely. Bridget, I can't wait to talk to you about this book. Like, we just need to get this shit popping right now because <laughs> let's get it popping. Let's get it popping. Romance at a glance. Uh huh. Romance at a glance. What you saying? Romance at a glance. Go ahead, girl. Okay, you guys, as we said, we are reading Love the Center by Avril Ashton, book number one of the Brooklyn Sinners series. Of course, we are in a season of dark romance. It is dark romance, male, male romance. Shani, let's talk a little bit about the narrator before we get too far. What'd you think? Um, I actually like the narrator. They did an uh, accent for Angel and then none for Gabriel. And I thought they did a good job. It was not, I didn't think it was easy to do the accent. Um, and it didn't okay. take me out. I didn't think that like, oh, you're just doing a terrible, <laughs> terrible accent. Uh, so I think it was solid. Good. Well, there you have it, you guys. It is on Audible. If you do want to read it, it is not on Kindle Unlimited. A lot of her other books are on Kindle Unlimited, but this series, you actually would have to go and purchase the book. We will drop some links in the description if you so choose to do that. What did you think of the cover art? Because I personally thought it was a little chaotic because there was like, there was like a city. So I was like, okay, cool. It takes in a city. But then there was like two other images sort of superimposed on top of that image. 
And I was like, what am I supposed to be looking at? One guy was like, okay, he's in a leather jacket, kind of looks like a cop. But then there was like some skin with tattoos in the background. And I was like, what body part is it? I didn't really know what's going on. <laughs> I think I could have done this cover without the city landscape behind it. Um, mm-hmm. I, I like the kind of two people superimposed on top of each other, one mm-hmm. large and one smaller. Um, I could have done with just that bit of yeah. it. Oh, yeah. yeah. And more chesticists. More, more chesticists. More chesticists. Yeah. <laughs> more of the nakedness of the people so uh-huh. it's clear as to what we were <laughs> lusting yeah. after. Mm-hmm. Turn them a little more forward, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. All right, you guys, I'm going to pop into a quick synopsis, and then Shawnee has a lot of thoughts about this book. Yeah, I got a lot. So, Detective Gabe is straight, but when he lays eyes on the notorious gang leader Angelo and their eyes lock, he can feel his dick pulse in excitement. When a police raid goes wrong and Angelo, I don't know whether the people pronounce it Angelo in your reading, but... Angel shoots Gabe. He wonders why he still sees the bastard in his dreams every night. And Angel wonders why Gabe didn't turn him in. A forbidden affair begins hot and heavy. But can they last on different sides of the law? Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. All right, Shawnee, tell me all your thoughts. (laughs) Spoiler alert. They can. Um, They can. (laughs) Spoiler alert. It's a romance. It ends in Happily Ever After. Um. I have so many thoughts about this book. So chronologically, I will say, um, and it was actually fun to talk to Avril about this. So I felt that Gabriel went gay very fast, right? So like he, in the book, it talks about him being straight. Mm -hmm. And um, he's living with a woman. He's living with a woman. Yeah, they've just kind of broken up. When he sees Angelo, he's like looking at his lips and noticing things about him and feeling tingly feelings or whatever. Yeah. Um, And then he just wrong feelings. He just went with it. He was just like, you know what? This is what today's gonna look like. I will tell the I will tell the people because you do like to leave out the amount of time things happen. I do. So he meets him and. It's like six weeks later that they get together. So yes. it's not like because he, he met sh- him because Angelo night, shot he was him. Like you know what, I'm gonna go suck that dick. I know, but I'm just telling the people. It's I'm just telling the people. It didn't all happen in a day. He has over a month of time where he's dreaming about him every night. Yes, and still thinking about him. Yes, which I wasn't actually mad at at the quick gay. Like the quick go game. Mm-hmm. I was like, cool. I'm glad that the, I was actually glad the author didn't make me sit in the angst of the, will I, won't I, will I, I'm not in the closet, I'm out of the closet or so, whatever. I agree. I definitely would not have liked it if it was like, oh, will they, won't they. I do think she did two things really well. One was that his brother was gay and his brother was like, so are you gay? And he's like, no, I just like him and am in love with him, which yeah. I thought was really good. And then the second thing was that, he wasn't like automatically okay with being a bottom or yeah. like, you know what I mean? Like, so even though he was okay with being like starting something with Angel and he was okay with like starting to fool around, he definitely went in like a progression of what I would imagine someone who's never slept with a man would go with is like he got his dick sucked first. Then like the next time like they're fooling around and he had sex with Angel so he was the top. Mm. Then he gave Angel a blowjob. Then at the like towards the end of the book, he was the bottom. So it yeah. wasn't like all of a sudden on the first day he's like, "Oh, cool, pull my pants down and like I'm gonna <laughs> let you fuck me," because I think that would have been much more unrealistic. Because you know, obviously he's dated people who's like in his 30s, so he's had a blowjob before. Yeah. So like that would feel like 
a pretty comfortable first step. And Angel even says something like he's worried about him giving a blowjob at one point because he's like, what if that's like the break, you know, the deal breaker and he won't want to be with me anymore? So like Angel like has a couple moments of like worry. Yeah. And Gabe's like, no, I'm in love with you. I don't care. Let's like, I'm not ready. He says like, I'm not ready to be the bottom. He says that at one point. Yeah. Um, but he's down to clown. He's down to Which clown. Which I thought was good. I thought it was, I thought it was a good progression. I wasn't mad at that. I thought it was good. Also, they fuck so much in this So book. much. <laughs> <laughs> they fuck constantly. And I will say that one thing I'm always jealous about with book individuals is that they're not real people. And they can have sex so many times in a row. So many and times. And we all know in real life, a, a man's dick in his 30s, he's not fucking five or six times a night. Come on <laughs> now. He doesn't have enough sperm in there. You got to regenerate it. <laughs> I can because I'm a lady. Yes. But, yeah. And I can keep going and going and going. I enjoyed that they could. And I'm like a little energizer bunny that could. But <laughs> I did enjoy that they could do that in this book. I was happy for them. I am... So happy that they could keep going. <laughs> I, I'm always playing the game of the of the first come, right? So, like, when you're messing around with a dude and he mm-hmm. comes, the next right. hard on that he gets is just not one that does it for me. Like, it's oh, it's not as hard. It's not what, what is not a hundy. What did you say, Bridget? It's not, it's a, not a. I call it a hundy. It's not a hundy. <laughs> okay, it's a hundy. It's like a little bit softer. It, um, it catches a little bit more. It's not the one that really. I helps. think it depends on the guy, though, because I've been with people where. Well, I'm talking about the, the over thirties. <laughs> I'm talking about. The- oh, probably yeah, probably not as much. Yeah, I uh, would say that that's that's when, a fair assumption. When I was younger, I felt I felt like we could keep unless going. there's unless there's enough time unless there's enough time yeah you got to get a snack in between the key, sessions the key gotta is you some water mm-hmm. some gatorade yeah snack mm-hmm. yeah yes. a little rest period yes and in general your your partner has to have good heart health that's really key yes. to the hundy mm-hmm. the circulation mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and every mm-hmm. they all have good heart health till they hit 30 and then their bad habits start not working for them and by mm. the time they're 40 they have erectile dysfunction so if you're in a position She's where you're, so pl- don't paint such a bleak. Picture I'm painting for our the. Dear I'm listener. painting a realistic picture because I'm dealing with this from a lot of my friends and family and other things who are not getting their hundy anymore. So I want to let people oh, know: make is. sure your partner is keeping up their heart yeah. health. They they run in, yeah. get them a treadmill. Also, also first the first boner. Or fuck of the them day, a lot. That's the boner you want to get on. That's first that's of all, that's the, the one hundy. you want to get on for sure. That's the hundy. <laughs> that's where you're going for. <laughs> oh my god! Boner. Speaking of when you were talking about, I felt like we could just keep going it reminded me of like have you ever had sex with someone and they come in you but just keep on going yes like when you're young when yeah you're like 20 yeah yeah when I was, yeah. it's a miracle it's like a miracle it's <laughs> <laughs> i was having sex with someone one time and i started getting you know like i can only take so much i'm only yeah. a human being and at one point i was like are you going to come at some point or like, what are we doing here? Cause I, <laughs> I am going to be very sore tomorrow. And he's like, Oh, I already came. And I was like, when? <laughs> when? He didn't even stop. I was like, oh, well, great. Well, I don't. Like, we can stop if you want. And I was like, okay, cool. I like my partner <laughs> to make noise. Like, I've had partners who like orgasm and never Dead make silent. any noise. And that doesn't mm. do it for me. I want to hear that shit. You, you know what I grunt? mean? Yeah. I, need I was little- like, Angel. Angel was a screamer. But you like that. It, I He's did. shouting. I did like that. There's a lot of dirty talk. The dirty talk in this book. book was so good. Boy, it hit me in all the right places. Very nice. 
I agree. I liked – so interestingly, like when you start the book, you assume, or at least I did, that Angel was going to be the dominant. Yeah. Because he's like the big sort of big dick, you know, rules his neighborhood yeah. with an iron fist kind of guy. And – and also, he's been doing but, it longer. Like, and also, he's like also gay. So yeah. I was like, oh, maybe he'll be the dominant. But no, Gabe was like, "You want this? I better get on your knees and suck me." And I was like, "Gabe, tell it to him. Tell him how to do it. What do you want? <laughs> What's happening?" I was very excited about it. So excited, holding the head. I do have to say, Alvaro's. I feel like Alvaro's writing was like scratching like the id itch that I like. You know, it's like. Yeah. The, you know, it was like love at first sight, but not without its complications. And it was like a lot of lust and like uh, not or like maybe not not caring, but ignoring problems so that you because you like can't stop like a very like animal attraction sort of thing. Um, mm-hmm. which I liked. And dirty talk, obviously. The primal element obviously. of it. And honestly, this book was not wasn't really kinky right like no like it was nasty but it wasn't really kinky you know it did have a bit of a primal element to it um and they were fucking like rabbits there was not a scene that they were together that they didn't fuck like yeah he went to sex like a million times like if he went to work and came back they was fucking like it was (laughs) which you know what in the first like week of a you know because it's like this book takes place over the first like couple weeks of their relationship and i feel like that that's Valid. 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 Really valid. <laughs> That's pretty valid. I haven't seen you in 30 minutes. <laughs> Take your clothes off. Yeah. Do you have a hundy? Here we go. <laughs> oh, you got a surprise in there for me? <laughs> Take your pants off. Let's check it out. <laughs> uh, yeah, for freaking sure. I I enjoyed I, it. I it was weird. It was also like super interesting, right? So Avril did Everyone did something that I really love, which is she started the book in the action. And this is mm-hmm. something we talk about. I was like, I just, I don't need to know what actually happened at the beginning of the book, like by you informing me, yeah. informing like, me. Like, I don't need chapters. to know why Angel got brought in for questioning. Yeah. I don't like, give a I, fuck. You learn He's just right there away. and they met. Exactly. You learn right away that yeah. his sister was killed and Angel gets taken into mm-hmm. the precinct. That's where the book starts. Like, mm-hmm. and I was like, that's kind of, and, and the fact that his sister got killed to me justifies how the book ended really well, right? So, like, there's a certain point where Angel says, like, why am I still being the leader of this group? Like, why is it is it worth my mother? Is it worth my mother being threatened to my pride to, you know, to be a part of this? So I actually really liked his rationale for ending up, like, getting out of the game because he'd already lost his dad and he just lost mm-hmm. his sister. Is it worth losing Gabe, too? Yeah. Because now he won't be with me and, like, yeah. Yeah, sure. and so, it, like, it made sense. I felt super justified. It didn't feel like he was just becoming a good guy, like, because you know what I mean? It, it felt like, yeah. oh, no, I have a lot of responsibilities and I need to let go of my yeah. ego and, and take care of them. Yeah. And like, I clearly can't keep them safe. And so I'm going to get out of this life. Shani, I will. I would like to hear what you think about his solution. <laughs> to getting out. You mean like uh, going to jail, taking the deal and going to jail and and that sort of thing? Well, it's weird, right? So he he. Uh, and while he's in jail, while Angelo's in jail, he writes a letter to Gabe saying, like, we can't be together and um, mm-hmm. you just should just move on with your life. It's got to be this way, right? Because it's like two years. Because it's like two years Sorry. that he's going to be in jail. Um, and 
normally I feel like when people, you know, do shit for the other partner's mm-hmm. better good and they go away that like, I'm like, it's you pussy move. ass bitch. <laughs> it's a pad move. Pad move, man. Pad move. Pad uh, move. <laughs> uh, but I did feel like, um, I did like that he served time because in the book, I found myself wanting him to like have figured out a solution that got him no time. Like, I I was like, oh, he's going to get out of it. He's going to get out of it. And it was like, no, he's going to serve two years of jail. And I was like, it's kind of dope. Except for that, Shawnee, <laughs> the only reason he went to jail is so that he could kill his uncle in jail. And I'm like, you could have killed that motherfucker. You know where he lived. You could have just killed him in real life. He burns. Okay, I'm going to just tell you I'm upset about this. I know you're upset. He says. burns down his house yeah. with his a set of his teeth and his mom's teeth. So everything yeah. everyone thinks he's dead and his mom's dead. So they can have a, a clean getaway. Yeah. And his uncle is dead because he killed him in jail or had him killed in jail while he yeah. was there. But I'm like, you could have done all of those same things. So, like, he could have, like, cut the deal to protect his gang, set up Pablo to take over, yeah, burned his house down so everyone thought he was dead. Meanwhile, he has killed his uncle and then just, like, out of there. And I'm like, did you have to go to jail for two years? Because it feels like you didn't think it through. <laughs> feels well, like you made a rash revenge decision where you wanted to be the one to kill your uncle. And it feels like you probably should have just ordered a hit and just been on your merry. I mean, so there was a certain But point- I do like that he served time. I mean, people should serve time if they're bad people. But also, I'm like... I, I actually, <laughs> I like that he served time. supposed to be a criminal mastermind. <laughs> but that, that was the thing. I thought he was going to be a criminal mastermind and get no time. And that's why, where I thought the, yeah. the story was going, which is why yeah. I like that he served jail because the author surprised me. She was like, oh, she didn't wrap it yeah, up real that's neatly true. That's true. in a little whatever. That's true. And then, um, you know, he talks about how he has to be the one to kill his uncle. And I get it, though, because the, his uncle killed his dad and killed yeah, his sister. Yeah, but had he not said that... He his uncle wouldn't have killed his sister. Had he just farmed out the killing, then his sister would be alive. Yes. That's all I'm saying. You're actually right because if he had killed the it's uncle while he was move. in jail, he could and he could the have first done time, it. which he should have. Mm-hmm. What he should have done. You're not wrong. I'm just saying. You're not he's, wrong. Like his uncle wasn't going to come back and be a bad person again. Come on. Come <laughs> <laughs> but I, I mean, think- that's like me reading from the outside, and obviously, like. My father did not get murdered and I did not get tortured for months by my uncle. So perhaps I would want his blood on my hands also. I mean, I Angelo's not afraid to kill people when he's got to, you know? That's what I'm saying. In this book, he he orders the hit on a few people who fuck up. He does, his- and he kills a few by himself. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And so I, I which I loved. I'm like, I mean, I loved about this book was that even when Angelo was with Gabe and Gabe's a cop and Gabe's not down for whatever he's doing, Angelo's like, these deaths gotta happen and then I'm gonna kill them yeah. and that's gonna happen. And the the one thing that drove me a little bit crazy though is that um, Gabe knows that Angelo, what Angelo does and Angelo knows what Gabe does. They they don't start off with any illusions, okay? Right. And they make a, a pact kind of in the beginning that, oh, we're not going to talk about our business stuff. Like, we're just going to have a mm-hmm. relationship, whatever. Gabe at a certain point is like, I need to know what you do. I want to know what's happening. Uh, blah, 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 mm-hmm. you know? And so yeah, then Angelo- he's like worried because Angelo doesn't come home on time one night. And so he's like 
thinks that something yeah. bad might have happened to but him. But the only reason he thinks something might bad had happened to him is because Angelo told him what he was going to do to run a guns deal right before he left. And that's because Gabe was like, I need to know what you do. So Angelo's like, right. okay, I'll trust you with this information. And then Gabe right. fucking acted like a little bitch and started whining. And, stuff. and I was like, I was like, you know that he's like a mobster gangster dude. Like, you guys yeah. don't ask for information think- that you're not <laughs> ready for. <laughs> I mean, there's a reason that mob wives don't know shit about the business. Exactly. They don't want to know details so they can have blissful ignorance. I just, I and thought. not have to face that. I thought Angela was dumb for telling him anything about his business, even when Gabe asked. I felt like that should have been a conflict. A conflict that would have been easy to do in this book was to say, like, nah, I ain't telling you shit. You're still a cop and I'm still doing what I do. We can fuck, we can cuddle and do all that other stuff, but I'm not sharing my business with you. I'm just saying. Mm. I mean, I was saying he did share. I mean, I feel that if I was a career criminal who murdered people, <laughs> I would not trust the cop that I was having sex with to not tell other cops uh, right? about what was happening. Um, yes, I do think Gabe was a little pussy ass bitch about that. You, I, yeah, I, I mean. In general, this, the premise, and like also he was like under surveillance, but then no one ever saw him go to Gabe's house, which I feel like was like, like there was definitely things in this where it's like, okay, maybe that's like a slight plot hole, but like, I don't really care. You know what I mean? Because like, I feel like this book, like I was interested enough in the plot that it worked all the way through and I wanted obviously them to be together at the end. The sex was frequent and very good. Um, I liked his mom a lot. I thought his mom was hilarious when she showed up and she's like, hello, future son-in-law. Like, I'm your mother. And I was like, that's too fucking cute. Um, so, like, all the things that were working were working for me more than the things that I was like, mm, that feels problematic. And also the book was not super, super long. So no. it didn't, it's not like, it's not like it took me like well, a million it, hours to get there. I felt like the book ended where it needed to end. I didn't yeah. feel like that anything got dragged on too much yeah. or too long or whatever. I felt yeah, like this, I felt like it wrapped up. Yeah. Wrapped up and the book was over. It wasn't like wrapped up, it wrapped up, it wrapped up, it wrapped up again. We're going to yeah. wrap up one more time. One more time. One and more wrap up. Yeah. I, I really liked that, you know, Angela was like, move on with your life. And then like Gabriel did. Like Gabriel got a new boyfriend, a little boy toy on the side or whatever. And Angelo had to see pictures of him kissing some other dude while he was in jail. Like I liked he didn't that. He have that, sex with them though. I don't, I didn't know if he had sex or not. I know that they he fooled around a f- few times or whatever. He didn't because uh, Angelo asked him, did you have sex with him? And he says, no, I couldn't because I kept comparing him to you. Got you. So like, and I'm like, that's just not who I am, Johnny. No, it's not who I am either. No, I would have no. fucked that dude if I, I liked him. I'd have fucked him. I'd have fucked him. I am not that human being. Like, I remember the first person. So like my, actually both of the, I've only had three serious boyfriends in my whole life. One of whom I married, and the other two though. But as soon as I was like, okay, we're not dating anymore. I, I super in love with them, but like, I was like, okay, it's not gonna work out for whatever reason. The next dude, it wasn't like I was like, oh, I don't know if I can. I was like, come on, give me that dick. 
let's go to Potty Town. What are we gonna do? What you captain? What we doing? Oh man! And like, it's a little like it's a little different, obviously, because it's a different person. But like, at no point was I like, oh, I don't think I can go through with it because yeah. I'm still too in love. Nah. I remember one time. Take go- me to Pound Town. Yeah. <laughs> like, I remember breaking up with my boyfriend one time, and I had, like, yeah. I had, like, a friend who was, like, a love interest over a, a great amount of time. Like, where you mm-hmm. keep, like, you keep missing each other, and you, you yeah, know, yeah, one yeah. has a boyfriend when you're single, and sure. vice, like, you know, whatever. Sure. And, yep. um, and so I remember breaking up, and during the breaking up, being very excited, being like, yes. What I'm going to do as soon as as this conversation now is our over, time is, uh, <laughs> our time is here. Our time is now. Boy, let me tell you, I did that breakup and got in my car and headed right over, and it was a great <laughs> that, night. <laughs> that's fucking hilarious. That's a little uh, bit brutal for uh, your ex. I was not having sex with someone that same day. I didn't have uh, someone in my back pocket. I couldn't However. wait. But the funny part was, it's like, you know when you watch Maury, and, and somebody's like, I no, don't, I don't. Shawnee, I don't know when I watch <laughs> I've never watched Maury before. Well, I used to watch Maury at like five a, <laughs> five a.m. In, in college because because I'd be a night owl and I'd be up all night and I would watch end up watching like Maury or Ricky Lake or any of those types of shows. <laughs> and there would always be these like uh, ladies on there who like bring like five dudes up and they're like, I don't know which one's the daddy, you know. And I'd be like, How yeah. does can someone not know who the daddy is? And I remember distinctly that night going, If I found out I was pregnant, I would not know who the daddy was. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I yeah, I mean I've never had sex with five people within no I've, a that's, fertile month. That's but, uh, yeah, definitely two, maybe three. Uh, definitely three. But it was the first time I was like, you know what? I'm gonna stop judging people uh, because uh, yeah. <laughs> sometimes you let just me get fly. off my high horse. <laughs> this, this horse too high for me. I'm standing on it's a high high. horse on a soapbox. Let me just get my ass down. It's too high up here. I mean, I think as long as everyone's consenting and everyone is using birth control. I mean, in that case, she should have been using birth control of condom variety or some other variety. Um, you know, because if you're having sex with five people at the same time, like, you got to assume at least one of them, if not all of them, are having sex with other people too. If you're not using condoms, that's a lot of people chains. That's a lot of. It's a lot of. STDs. It's a lot of calls you have to. It's a lot of calls you have to make. Things you got to be worried about. Yeah, and I would definitely be like, okay, but you have to wear a condom. Yeah. Also, I don't want to get knocked up. As you guys who listen to the podcast are probably very aware, I used to have a deep fear of being knocked up, (laughs) justified by my (laughs) two pregnancies in the first month I ever tried. So, yeah, I would not have allowed that to happen. (laughs) No, sir. No, thank you. No, thank you. <laughs> oh man! But I, I this book I thought was um, I was just so excited about the fact that they lean that she leaned into the badness of this book, like mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. yeah, I, this was a dark romance. Yeah. Like he was this, like, murdering people and pretty happy to be, you know, he like it's not like he like just shot that guy too. He like yeah. tortured him a little first, and then he strangled him with a garrote to kill him, yeah. and then shot him in the head as like a final nail in the coffin. Yeah. I was like, that's, I mean, this felt like a true dark romance to me. Everything we yeah. have been reading sounds like, so far has been like these very like baby dyke romances. 
in the dark. I was like, oh, we now get to, we get like to there's the, a nightlight on somewhere. You know, yes. In the dark. <laughs> They're still trying to keep a little light on and keep a little, you know, this one I was like, life. I was like, oh, she, she just turned all the lights off. Just duke. Yeah. <laughs> Dude. And so originally, I don't know if you guys remember this, but Call the Coroner was the book that we were originally recommended to read from her. And that book is even darker than this one. I mean, that book makes this book look light. Yeah. That it, book is dark. Bridget's going to do a, a Patreon episode of Call the Corner. Yes, and she told she told uh, Jane and I the story of this, and I was down for it. I wanted to be on yes. audio so badly. Yes. She said she's working on it. I need it to be on audio. I want to read it. I love, I mean, yeah. like, I'm not afraid of, uh, like, dark stories. I'm not afraid of dark stories. Like, I don't, I don't necessarily <laughs> like fact, suspense. But you don't like suspense. I wonder how, what you'll think about that one. Because so this one had, like, the plot was not very suspenseful. Yeah. Um, but Call of the Corner, well, Call of the Corner is not really suspenseful either. But there is definitely more of a suspense or, like, more, like, action romance sort of element to the other one more than this one. Mm. I will say. Some kidnappings. Some whodunits. <laughs> Some torturing, a lot of sex, a lot of dirty talk, a lot of choking. Some choking. I like choking. I do. It's. I like. I actually really enjoyed the sex in this book. So they were they were fucking a lot, and I actually thought I was gonna get tired of them fucking, because that's how much they were fucking in this book. But but I didn't. In fact, I rewound and was like, wait, where did he put what now? Let's just go back. Let's recap. Yeah. Sometimes you got to put your fingers out and pretend you, like, there's body, you know, your fingers are a body and you're twisting them around and like, oh, okay, the head was over here. All right, the balls were <laughs> under here. You know, like, there's one of my quotes that I really, I really, <laughs> really enjoyed. Um, there's a lot of, there was a lot of fucking nasty ass uh, quotes in this book. Um, but one was, Gabe painted his man's lips with his cum. And I was like, yes, he did. Yes, you would have died. You would have died. Dead. Oh my gosh! They had a lot of uh, a lot of cum licking and sucking mm-hmm. and licking off mm-hmm. of and mm-hmm. feeding of. Mm-hmm. I was like, mm-hmm. not opposed to, but is not the thing that really does it for me. But mm-hmm. I thought it was hot the way she talked about it. Listen, fucking cum is my kink. So I was like, where are we putting yeah. this now? Where are we smearing this? Where is it now? Oh, shooting all over. I like. The- oh my god. Did you have the same thought? Because I totally did. So when I have sex with someone and, but like there's not two doses of sperm. And I was just like, man, being gay, you must have to do your laundry all the fucking time. (laughs) Because unless you're doing like a blowjob and swallowings, you're like, okay, then the cum is gone. Yeah. Or like you have to change your sheet. Like there's just cum everywhere. Because, like, if one person is doing anal to the other person, but that other person still comes, the cum is all fucking over their hands and their chest, and both chests probably, or the sheets if they're facing down. So then you got cum all over the sheets or all over yourself, and then the other person's coming in, you are in a condom. But it's like, Bridget, you must do, you must have to do a lot of laundry. Lo- <laughs> first- laundry, that's what I thought Bridget. multiple times. <laughs> I'm gonna t- let me tell you right now, Bridget. So, first of all, I'm lot. sure, a lot. I'm sure there's some people who really like their sheets to be crisp and clean, and they will clean them after these all these escapades. But I kind of am out of the assumption that men have been men their whole lives, and they've been coming into things their whole lives, and they're just okay with a bit of cum on but things it's like on on. 
places and you things. Just roll over to the other side so you it, can sleep it away dries. from the wetness. I mean, it dries. You roll over, it dries up. You just you just don't hit don't hit that spot for the next twenty minutes. <laughs> when I had my experience, Johnny, and there were three different people's ejaculations involved. I'm jealous. This was a lot of cum, and it was a lot. It was everywhere, and I was like, everyone needs to shower now. <laughs> To change the sheen, it was just everywhere. Uh, I mean, and I was like, imagine if that was every time. Yeah, I mean, I mean, we have, I have to a change towel our sheets. for that. I have a, a specific towel. I was gonna say, I we use a that. towel. Yeah, we have we use a towel, like lay a towel down. But I mean, the thing is, I guess if they're smart, they lay a towel down, for the kick, or they just don't care, like you say, I suppose, and it just dries and it's all crusty. I think there's an element of it. You just don't care you know like the one thing that i hate that i'm always like why is like i'm always like were you eating in the bed but (laughs) so there was probably like three months where i kept accusing my partner of eating in the bed being like what are you what's like why is the bed always got these crumbs in it like what's up and i changed my sheets religiously every like between every four to seven days right but a week won't go by that i haven't changed my sheets um and uh so I realized, I realized what was happening was we would have sex. And after you have sex, you're kind of gushy. Like as a girl, you're just gushy down there. There's still a little after mm-hmm. juices and things like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was falling asleep and my after juices were keep flowing. And then they would dry <laughs> in the bed and feel like so you're blaming him. But <laughs> so it was I'm blaming you. him and it was me. Because you don't go to, you don't pee after every time, right? Not after every time, no. I, nobody so taught. No, women. first off, nobody ever taught me to go pee every time. I I, I did Jane, not. Have, were you ever taught that? Wherever you taught that you should go pee after you have sex? See, who Jane's told, shaking your head. Who See, told you this, Jane? At school. I want to know. Learn at school or your parents? Most of my sex head comes from fan fiction. See, I knew she was gonna say this. Fan fiction, <laughs> amazing. <laughs> See, this is why we chose Jane, you guys. Fan fiction this is the best no, answer. Nobody tells you. That's the same as me. I learned about sex from historical romance novels, which is scary as shit. That's scary. That's haunting. <laughs> That's why we're here, you guys, to help you to know help. what's normal and what's not normal. Apparently, you're supposed to pee every time after sex. Half the time, my body naturally does it. It just wants to pee or whatever. Half the time, sure. I just fall asleep. And A lot like of pressure. Yeah, and I literally don't, I don't get UTIs. I had my first UTI re- like recently, but I've, in, in all my years, I never got a UTI. So, like... I know, but I also I didn't have nobody talking to me about sex. I learned all everything I know from fucking romance novels. <laughs> I I'm sure if I scan back through the chronicles of my sexual history, I have fallen asleep without going to the bathroom. But I would say it's got to be less than ten percent of the time. Well, sometimes like the older I get, the more things feel super enlarged inside of me after sex. Like mm-hmm. like, and the pressure on my bladder just makes me want to go. Like. So I would say well, I, yeah, if, someone's, if someone's fucking you, it's smishing your bladder the whole time. It's yeah. like natural that your like body's like, whoa, that was I held that pee in the whole time. You should be proud of me. And now we should go to the bathroom. I don't know if this works for you, but but there's some mechanic that's wrong in my body that um, doesn't trigger me to pee when I'm on my period. So if I'm on my period, I can hold my period, my pee for like two days and never like what? And not pee. So I forced my, yeah, it's really strange. So I forced myself to like go pee. Um, But when I, I think that same mechanic, it creates this weird pressure. Like if I have to pee, it creates this fun pressure that makes the sex better. 
Oh yeah, if you have to pee and you have sex, that's a great time. It's, it's a yeah, great time. it's like it's like ooh, there's I don't know what it is. It's just it's something real nice, but <laughs> well, it's like because your because your bladder expands, so it's pushing down on all the nerves from the other side. So it's creating like a nice little competition. Oh, I, I like this. Yeah, it's nice. I like it's this. Nice. <laughs> I I do have to say I, I've never gone two days without peeing. But when I used to work on set and it'd be like seventeen hours, like all of a sudden after dinner and we'd been there like twelve hours already, I'd be like, "Well, think I've taken a bathroom break today." <laughs> like that's probably unhealthy. Oh well, I'll just keep on working. You know that you haven't peed the, like how much you're supposed to when you go pee and it doesn't end. Like you'd be sitting on the toilet and it just keeps coming. That trickle yeah. at the end lasts for like ten yeah. minutes. And you're like, yeah. you're like, God damn it, I gotta do shit. I got stuff to do. I can't yeah. sit here and babysit this pee. Totally. I will say that the first time that I ever squirted, I was like, did I just? Pee? Oh <laughs> like, my god. Am I so aroused that I just peed? Oh my god, Bridget. <laughs> and then I was like, because like no one had ever told me that that was a thing. Because I think I was like 20, probably, yeah. or maybe had just turned 21. So it was like my first boyfriend. And I remember me and him being like, doesn't like, we like went into a forensic. We were like, <laughs> Doesn't smell like pee. Yeah. <laughs> we were like, what is this? We like didn't even know what was going on. It was like a whole and I was like, I was like, well, let me go pee and see if there's pee in there. And then we'll know yeah. if it was pee. Like if I peed, yeah. then we'll know that it was pee. But if I have to pee, then maybe it's something I like we like did not know what was happening. And it was a mess. Bridget. I never squirted in my whole life until yeah. two years ago. And I'm yeah. still not 100% it wasn't pee. Like, I, I did the same thing as you. Like, it happened. And I was like, it, like, it like it happened. And then yeah. I was like, literally like touching it, trying to smell it. Like, yeah. Is this, is yeah. This? And I was asking yeah. my partner, I was like, I peed, I peed. He's like, no, you didn't pee. I was like, that's pee. I peed on your bed. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I think I just took a, I think I just took a pee. That's what's, what just happened right now. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, no, yeah. you didn't. But I'm still not yeah. convinced. <laughs> You didn't, because you would. I mean, urine is very distinctive smell. You would know if it was urine. <laughs> it was just so much and so thin. Yeah, like and that's so what much. I was like. You mm-hmm. know, I never thought I could yeah. I, that I could do that. Like I was like, yeah. oh shit, my my vagina's capable yeah. of this. Yeah, it's a very strange like thing. My husband will be like, oh girl, you pee the bed. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I like it's not the end. You know that. <laughs> Or sometimes halfway through, I'll be like, you better get a towel. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Good times. Shawnee, I think we should move on to our ratings. Yes, let's move move on. (laughs) Let's take a quick break. You guys, on that note, let's take a quick break. And we'll come back and we'll tell you our ratings. Dear Romance Besties, if you want to support the show, head over to patreon.com forward slash romance at a glance to check out our awesome perks, including stickers, watching movies with us, naughty book boxes, and you can even be on the show. Can't be a patron? You can still support the show by purchasing books or things we recommend through our affiliate links on our show notes and our dope ass website. Thanks for the commish. Or you can leave a review for the show on Apple Podcasts. Screenshot your review, send it to us on Instagram, and we'll send you some stickers. Now, Bridge, let's get back to the ratings. Yes. All right, we got eggplants all around today. What did you think about Gabe? Uh, I gave Gabe a three. And here's why. Uh, Mm -hmm. Because I just didn't like that he was, like, trying to change Angelo when he already knew what the what the deal was. And I even picked the mm-hmm. quote 
that he said at the end of the book that made like it made me unhappy because like, OK, so he says he's talking to Angelo and he says, I knew who you were, but I also had an idea of who I knew you could be. Uh, I never sought to change you, not once, but I thought maybe, just maybe, you'd see there was things out here worth more than the life you lead. And I was like, in this very statement, you're sa- you're trying to change him. In the statement, you're saying you're not trying yeah. to change him. Like yeah. you knew who he was. He was never hid that from you. You know the life he yeah. leads. He's you know yeah. he's done his best to be super honest with you. He even told you about his fucking organized crime, and then you yeah. flipped on him, like. Stop being a pab, man. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I gave him the same. What'd you give Angelo? Um, I gave him a four because I liked that he was who he was. I liked his mom and their relationship. I liked that he just like showed up at Gabe's house and was like, yo, I'm going to suck your life out through your dick. <laughs> I also like that he was like more... Um, he did lose a star for me because he started making all these decisions without actually consulting Gabe or talking to him about mm-hmm. it or, like, getting his, like, Gabe is a fucking police officer. You could have said, like, here's the deal I think I'm going to make. Do you think it's a good idea? Do you see any other options? Like, I'm sure Gabe could have helped him figure out a way to, like, you know, do yeah. things. Mm-hmm. And so I didn't like that. But I did like that he was down to clown and he really, like, loved Gabe and was willing to like be patient with him and sort of bend over backwards. And, you know, he did want to like introduce him to his mom and, you know, kind of claim him, took him to his special place, uh, which I liked. I liked him. I, liked him. I agree. I agree. We rarely rate people the same, but we did today. It's true. I gave true. Angelo a four as well for all the reasons ooh, you said. Ooh, and ooh. I said that uh, I like that he did what he had to do. Like, I like that no matter what, he was still Angelo throughout the book. And he grew as a character, but it didn't seem out of uh, the ordinary or like a put on, you know. Um, And I really, really enjoyed that about him. And I felt like he was super patient with Gabe. Um, And sometimes Gabe was acting cray. You know what I'm saying? It's true. It's true. (laughs) Did you think they were more McDreamies or McSteamies? They were definitely McSteamies, but the sweet mm-hmm. moments were definitely McDreamy. They had some nice sweet moments. They did, you know? And uh, it was, yeah. They had a lot of steam. They were on fire. They were fucking on fire. Like, I was like, oof. Let's, yeah. let's rewind. I said that this book was, like, nasty, but not kinky, but mm-hmm. it was, like, had a classy heart. I, I will <laughs> I will concur with you, madame. Uh, <laughs> I said it was nasty, but it was vanilla. Um, okay. Yeah, uh, and it was a, had a primal element to it that I would definitely say was there. Um, and uh, I called them both a McYummy Luby Juicy. <laughs> they did use a lot of lube, which I appreciated. Yeah. yeah. I liked. You know one thing that we didn't talk about earlier that struck me was if two men are having sex, a lot of the times, like, whoever was on top would tell the other person, stroke yourself off, I'm about to come. Like, yeah. And I thought that was such a good lesson for women to, like, you shouldn't rely on your partner to be getting you off solely. Obviously, they should be no. focused on it. Obviously, they should be helping. But, like, there is nothing wrong with rubbing your clit while they're having sex with you so that you can have an orgasm. Yeah, that's... Not necessarily simultaneously. That's, that's very hard to achieve. But in very. general, so that you can have a an orgasm. And I feel like that's a really good lesson because I feel like most people I talk to would feel uncomfortable 
like if someone told them to do it, I think most people would do it because, you know, humans like to be told what to do. But I don't know that most people would naturally. Well, when I was. Like essentially, essentially, like I feel like they would think that the guy would be worried that they're like masturbating because he's not doing enough. Like I feel like women are conditioned to not do that in sex. Well, I would, I would agree with you, like in terms of my own experience, which was because I learned specifically in historical romance novels, I thought legitimately thought that we was going to have mutual orgasms and his penis was going to get me there. Like that's how I started my sexual experience. It's terrible because it's not true. Like one, not definitely say only like 10, I think only like 10% or 15% of women experience vaginal Penetration. Penetration. Um, yeah. Like I'm clitorally uh, orgasmic. Right. And I didn't even know that that was a thing. Like you are clitorally orgasmic, Shawnee. Thank you. Thank you, Bridget. You saw sweat. I just like, I didn't know that that, that was a thing. Like I didn't mm. know you could be vaginally orgasmic or clitorally orgasmic. So I didn't know why it wasn't working. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, and I was just faking orgasms after faking orgasm after faking orgasms, you know, and ever telling every dude, oh, you're so great. You know, I was doing <laughs> and then it, it got to a point where I was like, I don't want to have bad sex anymore. I don't want to go further in mm. my life having bad sex. So I'm just refusing to fake it and refusing and trying to figure out, you know, and it was a series of bumbling into trying to figure out what I liked, how I liked. And the, the reason that that happened is because there were women online talking about sex and what you could expect and what mm-hmm. should be and, you know, that sort of thing. And thank God for that, like, because yeah. otherwise, like, I would have spent many more years having terrible sex. Um, but without, like, the use of, I mean, like, I don't generally use toys, but I definitely masturbate while having sex, um, especially, like, towards the towards the end, like, when you want it to be over, right? So if you don't want it to be over and you're just playing around, running around, doing thing, then sometimes not so much. But definitely if I'm, like, trying to get there... Um, Got to use some fingers in, in, involved in the process, you know, mm-hmm. um, and then that shit just makes it really good. But I think you're you're right in the fact that I think a lot of people assume that the penis is supposed to get you there, and the penis is just another tool in, in your arsenal. Yeah, and and that like the guy will feel like inadequate. I feel like a lot of women are like our society is conditioning women to like not make the men in their life feel like they're inadequate, yeah. <laughs> or like they don't know what they're talking about, or that you know too much, or whatever. Yeah, and. I encourage all of you who are listening to take your pleasure in your hand. Yes. And you tell him it's a team effort. It's a team effort to the finish line. It's not about one or the other. Everybody's involved. PSA of the episode. All right, Johnny, what was your favorite line of this book? Ooh, what's my favorite line? I'll read you the one that I didn't read already, which is, um, <laughs> okay, I picked this I picked this line specifically because um, there's so many times uh, my sister told me like uh, one time, you know, I was going on a date. She gave me all this advice. And when I came back, she was like, OK, what'd you do? And I was like, well, I asked him what his credit score is and whatever. She's like, you can't ask people what their credit score is. And I was like, if his penis is going to be in my vagina, I need to know his credit score. Like that makes perfect sense to my brain. I don't know about anybody else's, but my brain doesn't make sense. So I I picked this line because of kind of that concept, which is he says, uh, so Angelo brings Gabriel to his like private home that he doesn't bring anybody to. That's kind of a secret. And he says, I can't believe you brought me here. It's so fucking personal. And Angelo says, you're in my arms and I had my tongue in your ass. I'd say we're pretty personal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that was a good one. That was a good one. What you got? 
Okay, so this is towards the beginning of the book. Okay. And Gabe has just said to to Angel, I want to kiss you just once to see like what it's like, and then I could forget you. And he says, so do it. They stand chest to chest. Begins warm breath caressed Gabe's forehead when he said softly, kiss me, cop, then try to forget me. And I was like, ooh. <laughs> he, he knows you're not going to forget him. Ooh. <laughs> and then my second one is in Bridget's Sexy Corner. Bridget's Sexy Corner. Mm. And this is when Gabe, so Angel falls asleep at a party for his birthday. And this, like, they call him, like, throwaways or something. Like, some girl who's, like, a, like, hanger-on of the club had, like, climbed on top of him while he was passed out. And he, like, pulls a gun on her and is like, what are you doing? But she has, like, left some lipstick stains on him. And he goes to find Gabe at the penthouse and... Gabe can, like, see the lipstick stains, and he's like, are you fucking around on me? Like, what the hell's going on? And he's like, nobody gets to touch you. I'm the one. And he basically, like, pins him against the wall, and he just starts fucking him. And then he's like, I'm going to come inside. He growled, flood you with my cum. And I was like, ooh. Ooh. You tell him, Gabe. Tell him. Tell him what is up. Tell him. And, of course, uh, Angel was like, yes, please. I was like, Sounds delightful. I accept. I accept. I just came all over my wall. Again, there's a lot of jizz involved. <laughs> all right. What was your favorite review? Uh, my favorite review was, uh, I forgot to put their name, but I'll figure, find it out for the notes. It said, my first book by this author. Found her book randomly on GR, Goodreads, and right from the start became a challenge. The reason why? Because I couldn't find it anywhere. And you know how it goes. The more you can't find a book, the more you want to read it. But finally, I got my hands on it, and it was worth the hassle. And I was like, yes, it is. <laughs> find this book, readers. Uh, because do just do treat yourself. Treat yourself. That's all I'm going to say. Just treat, if you like dark romance, treat yourself. My review is from Trio, who gave it four stars, and said... Very good. I enjoyed it, even though it was a little silly sometimes how unrealistic it all was. The sex was hella dirty. Dot, dot, dot. There was a whole bunch of other stuff. But I was like, that about sums it up. I liked it a lot. It was a little silly, a little unrealistic. The sex was super dirty and prolific. And I was here for it. Yep. I was here for it. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. Shani, what was your what was your official star rating? My official star rating is four stars. I gave it four stars. Wow. Yes. I was between a four and a five, but I would say I gave it. <laughs> Were you? Yeah, I was. I almost gave it a five, but but I think I'm gonna settle for a four. I would say that I was between a three and a four. I did like her other book better. I'm gonna give it a four also. Um, I liked her other book better that I read. Um, but I let in general, like her writing style, I think the sex was bananas. Um, the book went, I mean, I read it in one sitting also cause I read it today, you guys, and I had to read it in one sitting, but I also would have read it in one sitting anyways. <laughs> and yeah, I recommend it. I think you should go out and get it. Like Shani said, it is a little tricky to find. So you can go to our website and, um, check out the page, uh, for this book. We'll have links to purchase. Or you can also click the show notes or sort of like description of this episode on whatever podcasting app you are listening to us on. And there's also links to purchase there. Yeah. Treat yourself to this one-handed read. Well, Jane, how did you enjoy your first review episode with us? 
Um, the ones, the ones I listened to before this were a little different. So some fun surprises <laughs> from my end. Um, I enjoyed it. I don't get to talk to anyone exactly like this. I do have some romance book friends, but not so mm, detailed. Open and crazy. <laughs> it's okay. You can say it, Jane. The people know us. No, I'm nice. I'm nice. I, I love Jane's tact. This is this is something I don't have as a human is tact, and so I enjoy your tact. I'm tactful, so <laughs> forward to that in the future. Jane will tell you to All fuck right. off in the nicest way you possibly will ever hear. It. <laughs> that was Jane's way of saying you guys are a lot, <laughs> and you're and you're filthy dirty, <laughs> and you're really dirty. Jane, I will say that most of our episodes don't get this dirty just because the books aren't this dirty. So it all depends on the book. Shawnee, until next time, may your books be your lover and your hand your best friend. Bye, everyone. Thanks for hanging in with us, romance readers. Head over to Instagram to continue chatting with us. We're super friendly. We want to cackle with you. We want to know what your favorite sex scene was. And we need more book recommendations. If you want to read along with us, go to our website, romanceataglance.com, to see what we're reading next. And we'll see you next podcast.